Welcome back to Screw, Screw the Ingenue, episode three. Wow, Trace, that's Spanish. Oh, wow, you are so smart, Megan. I didn't want to brag, but I am learning Spanish on Duolingo. Oh, so. really? Yeah, yeah. Hola, okay. como estas? Wait, that's all I know? No, I've got no more stuff, but I can't just bust that out. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> today we are discussing Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Um, I just want to say, you know, thank you to anyone who's gone to this episode. <laughs> if you stuck around, it means a lot. You know, last episode, it was our first one. We were kind of getting to the flow of things. I kid you not, there was an area <laughs> that we both of hair spaced out <laughs> where I think Megan was actually in the middle of a conversation and she was giving the eyes saying, I don't know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> Why are you calling it out? It just sounds like silence. That's so, all. Um, you know what? Thank you it's, for making it through. Yeah. Thank you. And we hope to, uh, to, uh, be great this time. <laughs> We're going to be amazing. Um, great. So we're talking about Les Mis. Uh, and if for some reason you don't know what Les Mis is, it's a sung through musical mm-hmm. where this guy Valjean steals a loaf of bread, then gets arrested, then gets freed. Yep. And then he has this guy Chauvert who chases him around France looking for him as he tries, as Valjean tries to make a better life. Uh-huh. There's a little group of revolutionaries. There's some love. There's some death. Lots of death, actually. Lots of death. Lots of death. And uh, it's pretty, uh, pretty sad. It's a yeah. pretty dramatic musical. Musical, yeah. Um, I think uh, most high schoolers. I think I was in tenth grade when, when I read the book. Uh-huh. So I feel like a lot of people have read this book, or you read it in tenth, tenth grade, tenth grade. grade. <laughs> yeah, um, Victor Hugo, right? Published eighteen sixty-two. Yes, I read it in tenth grade, and uh, I, well read and read is not exactly what I did. I think I read this when I was like 19. I didn't read this in high school. Oh, you read it for fun? Yeah. You read it for fun. I didn't read it for... Was it a school assignment? Yes. Who assigns Les Mis as a school assignment? My goth teacher. But okay, anyways, that makes sense. No, I also agree. I thought I was going to really love it because I love the musical. And uh, no, he takes like 200 pages to describe (laughs) one mm. single blade of grass. It is so long. Like, I knew the musical, so I was kind of imagining it in my head. Yeah. But at the same time, I like spark noted every chapter, like what's (laughs) going on, even though I saw the musical. Done. I I think I failed the test at the end. Wow. Um, Star student. So, you know, Victor Hugo... Thanks for creating the book. Yeah, but, we uh, love the drama. We love all the really fine details. Yeah. But uh, maybe less. Yeah, maybe, a little you know, less. The editor should have done, like, Reader's Digest. Like, all right, so let's pare this back a little right. bit, Victor. Exactly. Um, so then... Uh, it got turned into a French concept album in 1980 and then moved 80s. to a full stage production in mm-hmm. London in 1985, which then moved to Broadway in 1987. Ooh, ooh, so ooh. that's pretty great. But uh, we won't worry about those productions because <laughs> we don't care. We're not going to talk about them today. We're just going to focus on the movie and the mm-hmm. uh, like stage concerts that we've kind of yes. seen. And just the general consensus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've like, all seen we've it. seen it. Right. I... Actually, this is the first time, ladies and gentlemen, that we are discussing a musical that I have been in, Woo! and I got cast, so I definitely am excited about this one. So, Megan, let's start this off then. What was your first introduction to Les Miserables? I think my first introduction actually was uh, when I got assigned uh, on my own as oh, a rep, and okay. then I fell in love with Lace Longa, and then I was like, oh my god, this musical is so dramatic, and it was my angsty period. And How old were you? Like, 18, 19? 
Okay. I was still, because, like, so you're I didn't get... to reading the book for fun. I did, well, I didn't get into musical theaters until I was out of high school. Ah, okay. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of when I fell in love with it, and I was just, like, all about the drama of it all. It yeah. was, for a very long time, and it's still up there, my favorite musical. Yes. Yeah. What about you, Delaney? So, I think um, my mom uh, made us watch <laughs> when we were... Listen, this is a hard musical to watch when you're young. Oh, for okay? sure. For sure. It's scary. And, and it's there's long. So much. It's long. It's scary. It's um, traumatizing it's almost. It's If you're like little, little watching it. But then in um, when my sister was a freshman in high school... I know, high school doing it. That's like a big... <laughs> That's a big, big problem. It is a big... Um, but it was actually pretty good. That's good. But I'm going to give a shout out to... Madison, my sister, with Madison. Her, her range of talent because let's see, she, she opened. This is what I'm going to say: oh, okay. is she opened up the show as a soldier um, in the yes. lockdown, and she hit you know people with guns, Love and it. then she would transition to a lovely lady as a prostitute. Wow, so, soldier and prostitute. We love that for you. The range, the range, the range. But um, yeah, I mean. I think when you first see it live, yeah. you just kind of get addicted. I did. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, actually live theater. For sure. No, but I mean, like, like a lot of people don't like it because I think that it's a lot, but I just, like, yeah, I just love the drama. <laughs> it's so much drama. Everyone in their feelings. Oh, my God. And the belts. The oh, belts that the belts. come out of that show. The belts. Are, um, it's, it's amazing. It's pretty it's incredible. So, you know, we could talk about the, the musical all day. But we let's, could. Let's uh, bring up... The movie for a hot for a hot second. Now we watched the movie again recently because, we did. and I'm really glad that we did mm-hmm. because I remember it being way more awful. And when we watched it, I was like, okay, like <laughs> it's still pretty bad, but it's not as bad as I remember. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, what was your like? What were your initial feelings about the movie that came out in yeah. 2012? So when I first saw it. Um, I think everyone knows the musical so well. Yeah. So when you're going to go see it, uh, you have a really high standard for yeah. it. Which yeah. I did, and which my family did, and we all f- did we're not like it. We were very upset. Yeah. We, we did not like it. Yeah. Um, for many reasons. For many reasons. <laughs> uh, it wasn't, I mean, like, there was just kind of a bunch of missteps on everything. Like, yeah. casting, yeah. some choices in terms of how it was filmed and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was gorgeous. Yes, cinematography A plus. Everything else B <laughs> A plus. Um, um, some differences that were I noticed right away, obviously, and I think everybody did was like the fact that they changed song positions. Mm. Um, they moved "I Dreamed a Dream" yep. to uh, after Fontaine becomes a whore, which <laughs> I actually think works because she's like at the bottom of right. like her right, like right, life right, she's right. hit rock bottom at this yeah. point yeah um and it added to her like angst i think right um and then they moved the position of on my own which i did not Horrible. like did not like no they did eponine wrong in the 2012 the movie, she, movie. Yeah, it was like, terrible. they cut down her part and yeah. so it's like you just didn't understand the relationship yeah. with uh her and Marius. Yeah. So you're just like, when she dies, they're just like, all right, this get her random out of here. girl in my arms, I'll just sing to her. You know, I, I'm not friends with her at all. I actually don't know who she is. I don't know. She stalks me. I don't know who you, she is. You mentioned when we were watching it, though, and I I should know that too because I read the book, um, <laughs> was that the movie did have more of the book yes. into it. Yeah, yeah. Which was cool. It was. And they added, they did, they added, it was kind of like the 2012 movie added, like, emergence of the musical in the book yeah like which i was like oh wow like that's pretty cool and stuff like that but was it needed 
No. No. Because not a lot of people... I'm going to be honest. I don't think a lot of people read the book. No. I, I thought it was actually a thing that people did in high school, so I guess that was just me. That was just you. Um, I think, like, the biggest thing I noticed between the two and just, like, um, the musical or even the concert with the movie is... You, like, really remember the characters when you watch the musical, yeah. right? Like, you're like, oh, they're I so wonder distinct. what's happening with this character at, at this moment. But then when you're watching the movie and they're there for, like, what, 15 minutes, tops, yeah. you just forget about them. Yeah. They, and it's like you they sing these songs because in the movie they talked a lot of their songs. Yes, they monologued the crap they out of that They monologued it. Stuff. And so when you're there, like, in a full, you know, how many minutes, whatever, two minutes, three minutes when they're singing, you yeah. just feel like you're so connected with them. Yeah. And I think that's just the major downfall of the movie, really. Well, and also, like, so they, like Delaney said, like, they took, they monologued their songs, and they took them out of, like, the original tempo. They kind of decided yeah. on the tempo that they wanted, yeah. which you can do in musical theater, too, right. but they're, I think it's set a certain way for a reason. Mm-hmm. And also, they changed keys. I found yeah. out they changed oh. keys, a lot of keys, and I'm just that kind of like, sense. well, then get somebody who can sing it. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, like... It wasn't great. I mean, I didn't like that. And then another big change that they did was the death duet at the end, or trio, the death trio <laughs> at the end, yeah. is typically Fontaine and Eponine. They mm-hmm. changed it in the movie to be Fontaine and the Bishop, which I actually like. Because, like, I still remember when I saw it originally, I'm like, why the fuck is Eponine there? Eponine's, like, the Eponine is there because she wants to get back at Amarius for being there with the, She's like, ah! She's singing like I'm gonna kill you. They're like, and Fonty's like, let's focus on Valjean right now. Don't focus on right. your like. She's like, whoa, like, girl, they calm down. Like you can get him later. Backstories, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Backstories. Um, I think, uh, you know, when they were doing the the movie, it was Tom Hooper is his name, right? The director. Yeah. So he was from also Australia. director of Cats. So, <laughs> hey, everyone. That should tell you something right there. Red <laughs> um, flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think he wanted uh, stars in the movie who people knew. Yeah. Who like could kind of sing and yeah. I will say I feel like except one major character we'll get to we'll that get to him. they all were like okay like I could see this in like a good community theater production <laughs> you know wow <laughs> but um it's hard when you're casting just regular movie stars yes. and, they, and they're not like these fully trained musical theater and so when you're just and you're trying to please like everyone besides musical theater people yeah. in this movie so it's just like well I don't know and I think that it's like, because like Hugh Jackman is a musical theater guy. He He's done Oklahoma. He was going to open up Music Man in the fall, this Boy fall from, with uh, Sutton Foster. Boy From Oz. Yep. And he did Boy From Oz. But I don't like, but I think the problem is it's like, yeah, you got stars who could sing, but then you were so focused on pleasing these big stars that you wrecked yeah. the story. Because yeah. like, the great thing about Les Mis is that it's got all of these different characters that are all living in the same hub. Yeah. Valjean comes in and he leaves. Now he has a bunch of awesome songs and we start with Valjean, but like he like things happen around him and he's like the main chain, but yeah. he's not on like it's not just his focus, right? Right. right. Whereas like in the movie it kind of was. Yeah. Uh, they added a song for him where he picks up baby Cosette and it didn't and fit. It didn't fit and it didn't win. The, uh, the it did so. not. What a loss. Sorry. What a loss. And, like, <laughs> they kind of just, like, changed the story to give him more stage time. Yeah. And by did. doing that, you had to cut out things like 
basically yeah. all of Eponine stuff mm-hmm. and all of the revolutionary yep. boys, all of the barricade boys. All those little scenes in the musical where you're like, oh, this is a little plot line. This yeah. is, I'm getting their story. I'm yeah. getting their backstory. And you just miss that in the movie. Which I get because, like, Les Mis is a lot. It's it a three-hour musical for a reason. <laughs> we, we, go, we, go, we remember that when we watched it twice. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> but they were both... No, the concert was long. The concert was long, too. Um, but that's why, like, by taking away all that stuff, though, they were yeah. trying, I think, make focus a little bit more, which I guess makes sense. But, like, to true Les Mis fans, I think that that was a letdown. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. so a lot of musical theater fans, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's start with, like, the characters, right? Mm-hmm. So I think... Uh, our, I mean, we have Valjean. He's the lead character. Lead character. When I found out today, I was looking at um, facts for the movie that yeah. actually Alfie Bow yeah. auditioned for, and he was in the concert. He was in Broadway. He's he was in West End, which I saw him in. I'm just Shut saying. Shut up. He didn't know I saw I him. I did not. And I saw Hadley Frazier as Javert. <laughs> The reason why Delaney is laughing at this is because Hadley Frazier is my Broadway husband. I cannot believe you saw I him. I that. Oh, wait, I think your mom did tell me that, and I I literally freaked. Anyways, he was amazing. But what I found out today was he auditioned for the movie, and he was, I think, right after Hugh Jackman went, and unfortunately, he didn't get it. Which I think, I honestly think is crap. It's crap? Yes. Yeah. But it's like, we know um, Alfie Bo as, I really only know him as John Valjean, so I don't know... If like, he had anything else on his resume to <laughs> get him But there. I mean, like, if you're casting a movie and the guy comes in and all he's done I is know. professional versions of Jean Valjean, I'd I be like... I really felt like they didn't want to cast people that have been in the in, show. No, I, I think mean, they were... If you look at the thing, I think that they were directly steering away from the Broadway sound. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, like, Samantha Barks had played... Uh, who played Eponine in the movie, had played Eponine in the concerts and stage versions. Mm-hmm. And I think they told her to tone it down because her performances are completely so different. different. So much smaller, which I understand because it's film. Yeah. But I was very upset about that. Yeah. I was ready for her to come in. Um, but not only are is um, Hugh Jackman and Alfie Bo like, just physically very different looking, yeah. their, their portrayals of oh, it are definitely. completely different. De- definitely. And... I prefer Alfie Bo. So yeah. if you've seen Alfie, you just know he has this just like warmth to him with yeah. his tone and his singing, even his acting, and he just feels like this fatherly figure. Yes. I'm not saying Hugh Jackman doesn't exactly fit that, but it, it's just so different. It's He's more of like this like mayor type, right? He's, Instead of yes. the, the father figure. He's almost cold. A and little, like, yeah. And he spends the whole time making you believe that he's paranoid, which mm. makes sense because he's trying to hide from right. Javert. Right. Um, but I mean, like, I think that Alfie Bowie, I would say Bowie all the time, Alfie Bow <laughs> was better at convincing because, like, he did a concert version. There was no staging. Yeah. There was no elaborate thing. But just yeah. watching him, like, when we watched the concert version with him, like, I understood that he was paranoid. Like, you could see it in his eyes. It wasn't, like, some over-the-top, like, shifty eyes stuff. Yeah. But, like, you could sense that he was nervous. Like, he didn't have to do some big, like, that was his only character thing. Yes. You could tell that he had love in his heart. And, like, I mean, that didn't, it doesn't hurt that he's got a gorgeous voice, too, to go with it. And I think um, anyone who loves a show, the big number is bring him home. Oh, my God. When me and Megan watched the movie version, we were like, what is happening? He, but I think that Hugh Jackman just doesn't have the control in that no. range of his voice no. to go, like, soft falsetto on those yeah. moments. 
Uh, he I don't belted think it. Hugh Jackman's gonna listen to this podcast, <laughs> but we still love you, Hugh. It we just do. Didn't, it just didn't you work know, for us in this. Honey, I'm so sorry. Ew, look at you. <laughs> Condescending to Hugh no, Jackman. No, I'm just joking. I love you. Um, no, but I, I think when Alfie did it in the concert, yeah. they gave him a standing ovation yep. in the middle of it's Act beautiful. Two. It's beautiful. It's. It's literally the song. I think some people literally just go like, "This is what I'm waiting for." Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. And he knocks it out of the park. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry. Just in the movie, it's it was like a belt the whole time. It wasn't peaceful. Ugh. It just uh, it, made it wasn't me, a it lullaby. Made me sad. It, it made wasn't me sad. a lullaby. Okay, so obviously, I think both of our favorite Valjean is Alfie. Right? I think we're probably gonna pick. Um, everyone should know this: the musical version. It's true. Uh, Actually, it's just probably gonna happen. I don't know. Maybe not. Oh, we got no. a little. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Who's your least favorite then? Least favorite. favorite Valjean, because I actually it's not Hugh Jackman. Okay, well, who? Because I don't I know as many as the other of the other productions. It's home, and I know oh! that. Listen, I was gonna kill you. I know she's gonna kill me, Danielle Corbin. But I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like his. I just you don't I, like the voice. I don't like the voice. Okay, but I'm fine that's with that. to be fair because my first thing was Alfie. That yeah. was who I heard mm-hmm. first. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, when you when you see someone for the first yeah. time that's the that is yeah. your character that you'll always see as that person right i agree so no harm to calm but yeah he's <laughs> definitely not my babe Woo! you are i know i know gonna be invited so, my sorry house again. Uh, i'll never enter the corbett household <laughs> again um yeah i i'm not gonna say that because i'm not about to get in a fight or with anyone <laughs> but um i've I'm Hugh Jackman. Okay. That's no... Listen, Hugh Jackman does some great stuff in all of his other things. Yeah. Like, I just think this was a miscast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it was very interesting. But you know who was really a miscast in the oh, movie? Oh, God. Let's get to... Are we going to next we're, character? We're, we're going to change a little bit. Because we need to, like, just kind of just bash and berate and just really say mean things about Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. <laughs> who let Russell Crowe in the building? Who let him in? <laughs> like, I just don't understand that. Because, like, I remember when they announced it, I was like, Russell Crowe? Yeah. And they were all, like, batting the, oh, like, no, he, like, he's, a band. he's in a band. And I'm like, okay. Like a rocker but, like, voice. Like, the... My question is, like, so when they're casting this, yeah. I imagine them, like, at a table, right? Yeah. They bring people in. <laughs> They bring in Russell Crowe, and you're telling me, out of everyone you saw, I don't know who else you saw that part, this was the, <laughs> the best, the best option, which absolutely makes no sense. It doesn't. Because even if, and it was funny, because when we started the movie, I was like, you know, maybe he could do the character if it wasn't a musical. Right. But then halfway through, I was like, nope. no, he no. can't even do that. He couldn't do it. Like, it, he was just... He didn't have any colors as Javert. No. And, like, I think my one of my telling points of Javert... Javert is one of my favorite characters. I know. And I think that he is so hard and tough, but then when he sings stars, mm-hmm. you get to see another side of him. Yeah. Like, he, that he, like... A good Javert will make you understand the choices that he makes, yes. which are crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, like, will get you to see the inside of that. And... yeah. Russell Crowe did none of that. He did none. And, you know, I think... I mean, we're talking about, like, the sizes of Jean Valjean. (laughs) The sizes? What does that mean? The physical heights. The physical heights. The physical heights of these men. And, I mean, obviously, I think we're like, oh, you know, Javier should be taller. But but I think if you're a really great actor, you could be, you know, a little shorter. Hugh Jackman's huge. Which Um, I forgot about until we watched the movie. He's, like, 6'5". So, obviously... 6'3". 6'3"? 
six five, six whatever. He's tall. He's tall. <laughs> he's tall. So um, you know, Russell Crowe is shorter than him. Yeah. But there's this like physicality you need to have as Joker. Yes. You're this tough cough. Cough, 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 cough. You're this tough copper. I combine, I combine the words tough and cough. Um, and he was just like weird. I just didn't like the way he did it. Like he that was part like, when, well, I'm sorry, that part, I'm trying to not laugh about it when he's in the movie and like they're like trying to arrest Fontaine and like oh Jean Valjean is like saying all these reasons why they should let her go and he goes Miss Lamar like he's just being such a creep and the, the thing in the musical like he'll, he'll like he's very sneaky right so he comes up and you like you're, oh you don't see him you're like wow yeah. but Russell Crowe it was gross he, he just kind of like you know sneak there but it was like more of a creepy dude yeah. background than like oh my god he's like a force to be yeah, with yeah he you know? didn't have the energy no that came in with it and it's like and to be said like I will say it sucks when you're doing a movie versus musical because yeah. there's an energy, a live energy that happens when you go and see For like sure. a Broadway show or a stage musical that helps them out, right? right? Whereas like in a movie, it's toned down, it I is. think. It is. Which I was missing though. It's like, I think we knew that when we were watching it, yeah. but it's still like, well, you need to pick a musical then yeah. that would fit well to a movie. It's so true, but even like, so, okay, so even if... I would have almost forgiven Russell Crowe for his bad vocals okay. if he had the articulation that I think <laughs> is so important with Javert. Because I think, and my favorite Javert to this day is Norm mm-hmm. Lewis. Mm-hmm. He is fantastic. Fantastic. He literally spits out those words like, I, I, I yeah, the streets. Streets. Clear those people in the streets. Honest work, just reward. That's the way to please the Lord. Like, like he eats those words, and I think that that's yeah. so telling into his character. He's so yes. strict and by the book. Yes, and of course he would chew those notes, right? Right. And Russell Crowe was like, oh, honest work, just reward. You actually sound a lot like him. Like, like truthfully, that's literally what that's it really sounds what he like. Does sound like. But it's like it's all mush. So it's yeah. like, of course I wasn't, I wasn't gonna be behind you at all. Yeah. And then like when he was like then. Javert's suicide spoiler oh. when he kills himself was so lackluster it's so he literally lackluster. just kind of like fell off the bridge he's just like okay and then you see his like neck snap yeah and, and you're like, like oh great and then in the musical you have him like ah, as he's falling off the bridge <laughs> and it's just so like wow powerful yeah and it's just oh well it's and just... in the musical they had like if you okay everyone do yourself a favor go on to YouTube <laughs> look at Norm Lewis and mm-hmm. uh, Javert's suicide because yeah he looks insane. The key changes and the notes that he's hitting is just so, like, yeah. they clash so much mm. that you can see that he's, like, mentally Turmoil. unraveling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can understand why he just, like, kills himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? You see him going up to that. Yeah. You see him going there, and you're like, oh, shit, this is And like I said, the as the uh part yeah. I was doing, he's literally going till the end. Yeah. Yeah. And it just... Instead of, like, ah. Yeah. Uh, and then, he, okay, Falls. he's dead. And the movie's better yeah. after that. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But it who's is. your who's your favorite Javert? Norman Lewis. Oh god. Norman Lewis. Of course. He's, he's, he's incredible. Oh my god, he's so tall too. Oh god. Yes. He's like six five as well. He is. He's or, gorgeous. But he, but he also yeah. exudes that energy. Oh, like yeah. like when he came in though, you're mm-hmm, like, Oh mm-hmm. shit, everyone clear the streets. You are clearing the street when he comes <laughs> into town. That's all so I'm saying. So true, so true. I agree with that so much. And you were playing a prank when Russell Crowe is on him. You're just like, What a Yeah, you're like <laughs> a raspberry. Okay, that sounded like you. a fart. It was a raspberry, I promise. Uh-huh. 
Uh, okay, so Fontaine. Fontaine. She's an important character. To this she is, plot. and she's only in the show for like 15 minutes. But like, again, I felt like, okay, Anne Hathaway was in it for 15. I yeah. felt like Leia Salonga in the concert was in it for the whole show because yeah. I'm like, oh my God, she's so great. Yeah. You know, Anne Hathaway, um, I'm going to say she actually did really well she with did. what she had. I think I'm going to say that. I think that she did did really really well like I believed her I was there with her like Mm -hmm. I think she acted the shit out of Fontaine and I found out also looking up facts that her mom was in the either first national tour or one of the tours oh wow yeah Fontaine Fontaine. so I thought that was cute family um you know I think it's like if they did a which they had if they did like a Les Mis without the music yeah this is it was close to that, the movie, right? Mm-hmm. So she was just as skinny as a woman doing her job would be yes. at that time. She was frail. She had diseases. It looked like that. Like She was a mess. So you know what? I get why they did that. Yeah. It, I, I like the way they do it in the musical. I just like the way they do it in the musical. You don't see as many things. It's and you know what? That's just my preference. <laughs> a lot cleaner. It's a lot cleaner. Uh did you... I think I told you this. Yeah, I was uh, called back for Fontaine wow. once upon a time. My first time my first time auditioning for it, I got called back for Fontaine. And do you know why I didn't get cast? Why? I was too fat. Now, she, the, the cast... The director did not say, you're too fat. But she basically said, you're too fat. Because <laughs> she was like... she Because I asked her, because I... I always like to know answers. Okay. I'm an answer queen. Sure. Like, when I go into something and I don't get it, if I know the director, I usually ask... Like, what could I have right. done better just because I want to improve myself? Right, right, right. So I did. I was like, hey, like, thank you so much for calling me back. Like, can you tell me what I can do better? And she's like, honestly, you gave a great callback. The only reason why we didn't cast you was just because the other girl, we could have believed that she was, like, um, starving and, like, disease-ridden. But, and, like, you're just a little bit too, like... But they saw you and then they called you back, so I'm confused. That's what I'm saying. Then why waste my time, yeah, right? exactly. So, like, were they hoping somehow it was... I was gonna, like, <laughs> within one day come in and yeah, I dropped, like, a hundred pounds. That's so rude. I don't know, but it just... Yeah, I was very upset about that. I was like, you okay, know, that's well... the part of musical theater that is sucky. It is. It is very sucky. Really, it and truly you know what? is. Fontaine could have not been super skinny. We never know. We never know. We never know. So, who's your favorite Fontaine? Out of all time? Um, probably, I think the, I don't know. I really like Leia Salonga, and I liked, um, the original one, too. Yeah. You know? Ruthie Henshaw. Yes, thank you. I think... Well, she was the original in the 10th anniversary concert. Right, right, right. Yes, yes. Patty Lapone was the OG in London. Right. I think um, I like uh, Leia Salonga, too, because obviously she was happening, so they're yes. going to bring her back. Um, and she was great, and she sounded amazing, and I, I loved her, too. I think I... I don't even know if I have a favorite. She just might be... They're all good to me. So, I actually... I'm not going to... Because I love Leia Salonga more than life itself. Okay. Anyone will tell you this. Yeah. I'm her biggest fan. Wow. Okay. Um, I just love her. I didn't actually... I. It's not that I didn't like her performances, Fontaine, but I just thought it was too positive. Like, um, okay. I love... If you ever have seen Cassie uh, Levy, uh, Levy oh. from uh, Frozen... I think I might have seen her do it. There's a video of her on YouTube. Her performance to me is what I would probably do. Oh. When she starts the song, she's almost like rocking... Because she had just... So in the original musical... 
uh, I Dreamed a Dream comes after she gets kicked out of the factory mm-hmm. and she's fired. And so mm-hmm. she's threatened because she doesn't know what she's going to do for money. Right. And Casey, or Casey, Cassie, um, is, like, almost rocking back and forth and, like, yeah. kind of starts out, like, a pattern, like, there was a time when men were kind, like, mm-hmm. it was very, like, worrying. Yeah. But it all went, and she goes in the middle and she has, like, a positive, but, like, Journey. it's very, like, there are so many colors and nuances yeah. to it that I really liked. Um, granted... It's a concert version. I was going to say that. I was so it's like, that. it's hard to do that See for... They, and that's why I'm saying I think I like the Fontaines I've seen, like, in the musical. Yeah. Because you're because seeing them you're fully You're seeing act. them in the full yeah. scope of the show and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and then I think my least favorite one that I saw a clip of was, uh, her name was Celine Schoenwacher. Oh my gosh, you're calling her out. I know. I'm so sorry. Not that sorry, she's ever going to... She's gorgeous. And she played... Uh, she played Christine in Phantom, and okay. I can see that. Okay. She's too pretty. She, like, literally, mm. she sang everything really pretty, and she was smiling the whole time. Oh, like, it just yeah. didn't give me the angst yeah. I needed. No. Um, so I wasn't a fan of hers. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry, this guy just pulled up in a really creepy we're way. A, we're in a car. Parking uh, lot. Like we were for the like last we were. Anyway, so, okay, that's, so, so that's um, my thing. How about, uh, who do we got? What about Marius? Marius. 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 How do you say it? How do you? How do Marius. You, Marius. 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 No, Marius. Let's go with Marius. <laughs> <laughs> um, Marius. Uh, he's a cute little guy. Uh, I think that, like, I honestly the think bitch. that when... I guess I do know one person who actually auditioned for Marius. I was going to say, I don't think any guy would audition for him. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, he's, he's the like, romantic. I was. He's like the equivalent female ingenue. Right? Yeah, he is. He's, he's not like a lady man. He's no. He's like a little puppy dog. He is. He's definitely a puppy dog. Well, because he's led by love. He's not yes. led by, like, anything else, basically. He's led by love. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, he's there. He's doing his thing. He's kind of like a wet noodle of a part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We, um, so obviously we're going to, we're comparing the the 25th anniversary and the movie. And so we have two, (laughs) Nick Jonas, Nick Jonas and Eddie Redmayne. And they're both not, you know, like musically, like, I mean, Uh, it's hard. You can't say they're musically not talented. Well, I was going to say they're like not in musical theaters because Nick Jonas has been in musicals, but, um, as a child, it doesn't count. That's true. Okay. Okay. True. True. Let's start with Nick. Okay. Nick tried his damnedest and I feel so bad because it's like so I if I was Nick Jonas and I was sitting at the table read for the 25th anniversary and all these people like you've got Norm Lewis you've got Alfie you've got like Leah Salonga all Ramin and you're having to sing after them who they all have these huge presents about them yeah he pushed vocally and acting wise. His hand is permanently out in a tense position yeah. because he's trying to show you that he's feeling it. I think he was just so concerned of making sure he didn't sound bad. And yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. You're going to be in front of so many people. Yeah. You have so many amazing people around you. But the other people weren't struggling with that. So it's just like. It's true. Because uh, they, hard. I think, because they all had, like you said, like they've all been on the stage so yeah. much. And yeah. so it's like they're used to like projecting this yeah. big energy and stuff like that. And, and he's not. It's like the movie, though. It's like, why did you have to get Nick Jones? It's like, 
I mean, the, everyone else was a musical theater person. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was saying to Delaney while we were watching the 25th an- anniversary, could you imagine being one of the Barricade Boys and, like, mm-hmm. you've maybe played Marius and you're literally <laughs> watching this schmuck. Oh, they, they <laughs> did it for just, like, sure. And rolling your eyes. You know that they went for uh, snacks and beer after their rehearsals and, they and were like, said, what the hell what is the hell is going doing? Yeah. I don't know. That just was a mess. And I have a little beef about this because every time I like remember that Nick Jonas is in Les Mis, I roll my eyes because like <laughs> I watched the Kevin Jonas uh, reality show. Oh yeah. And Nick came on there and they were like went to a shooting range or something. And Nick's <laughs> like, yeah, I really know how to hold a gun because like I was in Les Mis. And I'm just like, Ugh, roll my eyes. Get out of here. Sorry. I do. I like Nick. I mean, actually, I like Joe better. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think Nick at <clears throat> my, my final say on him is. He tried his best. Yeah. He uh, didn't sound terrible. It wasn't as bad as it could have been. Yes. Um, but it still was the worst. Yeah. I <laughs> put him down as my least favorite Marius. Yeah. And that is mine as well. So yeah. um, Eddie Redmayne. So he was an interesting choice, I thought, when I first heard that he got cast. Because mm-hmm. he was, like, physically, I guess I could see. I had a fat crush on Eddie before okay. the film. Like, I was, like, okay. I was actually really excited about because I didn't know that he could sing. Right. So all of the the the, the Mariuses I've seen Mariuses Mariuses uh, the debate I've seen, is up honestly has they're all like pretty boys yeah, right they so are. I um I don't know if I consider Eddie Mary to mean a pretty, pretty boy, boy but I would say he fit the part and I think his voice was actually like. Uh, you know, decent. Like, it was like, okay. He had he, a weird vibrato thing going on. But, I mean, like, him it, and, again, it yeah. wasn't the worst. But, yeah, him and Amanda, <laughs> both, like, what a pair. <laughs> yeah. And, um, like, it's, it's, it's a, like, the, the when they're singing, it's like, ah, uh, you yeah, know, like that. It kind of makes that, too, a little. Yeah, he tried to move his jaw to get vibrato. Yeah. Or something. So, I mean, he, it, I don't want to say forgettable, but kind of forgettable. Okay. Well, but you've seen other Mariuses, so... Yeah, I've liked your... all the... So, the what, guys on the West End, I am so horrible, because I don't remember what his name was, oh but he was a blonde little hottie. I think he I was know who... amazing. I think I put him down as my favorite. Rob Houchin? Wait, maybe. Rob Houchin is my favorite Marius of all time, and he's he's in the UK. Is he a blonde boy, too? Yeah, he's looking? a blo- Yeah. It might be him. Um, He is fantastic, and he will, like... And this should tell you right here that he's fantastic, because, like, he's been... So, uh, he played fucking Marius, like, I'm going to say at least 10 years ago, and then they brought him back again recently for the recent production that was in the UK with uh, Michael Ball as Javert, and he was Marius again. That should tell you, like, he didn't age (laughs) out of the part, and they loved him so much, they're like, yeah, come on back, old man, like, get it. You should see him, because, like, I think that he's got such a good voice. Mm-hmm. That during empty chairs and empty tables, he doesn't have to focus on just trying to be a good singer. Like, there's so much pain and yeah. frustration, and he's got like the recording I saw. He had like tears in his eyes. Yeah. Like, he it's, sold it's the me. Same, like I said, like it's the same thing with an ingenue role where you yeah. really do have to kind of make it something. And he yeah. has the backstory to do that. Yeah. And you know, so I think um, he was able to add those layers yeah. that maybe other boys <laughs> were not. Other boys, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's go with uh, my one of my personal favorite characters. Eponine. I love that girl. I love, love that her. girl. I want to be Eponine so Me bad. Too. I think that's like every girl. Yes, it's <laughs> true. Which is so, why? Why is it? It's like, I think because she's so like tough, but yeah. she's also like, um, gets so, to maybe pine after a hot guy in the show. Yeah. So that's fun. I think we all can identify with also unrequainted <laughs> love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you can't get out because you're privileged. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, no, so I think that, like, at some point, every girl can identify, like, yeah. loving someone who maybe doesn't love you back. So yeah. I think that's, like, some sort of, like, yeah justice for yourself <laughs> if you get to play that. She's still, I mean, she has All My Own, which yeah. everyone has sung oh, and, yeah, in, their, makes, in their repertoire. Which makes me sad. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, we have Samantha Barks and, and Samantha Barks. Yeah, Samantha Barks and Samantha Barks. Uh, loved her in the 25th annual, or annual, God. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, basically. 25th anniversary. She was great. And then they told her to turn it, she was robbed in the movie. Yeah. That's all I gotta say about yeah. that. Um, I just felt really bad for her. They, we were laughing about this because we watched her in the movie and she was like this little, like, lost puppy, right? Like, yeah. that's how I feel like she was portrayed. Yeah, like, she, she didn't have that like, toughness. Like, Mary is like, I'm following you. And, like, that is, like, part of her character, yeah. right? But then when you watched her in the musical and, like, she she came out in, in, like, the back of the stage, she, like, walked, like, hella cool. Oh, she was my so gosh. tough looking. And there's, like, she still has a personality, y'all. Yes. So it's just, like, that. Yeah. I like the musical version better. The, the movie gave her one side. It was always the puppy following after Mary's yeah. the entire time. Entire Where it's, like time. you said, like, we started laughing in the 25th when we saw her strut up to the front of the stage. Badass. And she was such a badass. And, and I was she like, still had the same storyline where yeah. she loved him, but it was completely different. Completely different. Where it's, like, she... She was just so much cooler. I'm, like, wondering, like, when she got cast, because obviously I'm sure she was super excited. So what happened was she she kept auditioning for the movie, for right? For the movie, okay. And then she was in um, Oliver oh, in yeah. the West End. Oh, yes, I've seen it. You guys, look at the clip. It's actually pretty she cute. She was Nancy, right? Yeah, she was, she was Nancy. Nancy. And so then they come on, um, Cameron McIntosh came on after the show. Yeah. And announced that she got Which cast. Which I think that's, that's so, like, and she... she Watch the clip because she looks so like it's really exciting yeah. to see, and you yeah. kind of like melt your heart with her. Yeah. <laughs> um. But she actually was, you know, uh, how Greece did the "You're the One That I Want." Yeah. So they did that in the UK for Nancy and Oliver. Oh. And so that that's is how where she got it. that's how she oh, got it. That's and then obviously she's you know a breakout star now. She's, she's in phenomenal. I think she's one of my. Yeah. She's when great. she came to the to Berkeley to do mm-hmm. Amelie. I loved her as yeah. Amelie, and then I saw Philippa Sue do it in L.A., and I liked Samantha, Samantha Barks, Barks better. better. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's a great... Um, she's a great actress. Actress in general, but... She's not my favorite Eponine, though. Leah Salonga will always be my favorite okay. Eponine. Uh, yeah. And yeah. special mention to Carrie Hope Fletcher, too, who's one of my, like, icons from the U.K., she also played Eponine, oh. and then she went on to play Fontaine, I was going to say, I saw she played Fontaine. Oh, um, wow, but I she, she, I loved her as Eponine yeah. as well. Yeah. She did a fantastic. I think Leia Salonga is kind of the iconic. She um, is. Uh, you know, one. So I think that's who I'm always going to remember. And Samantha yeah. Bark, she's like this new yeah. contemporary one. And, and she did a fantastic job. She she's not my lead. I don't think I even put, like. Least I know. Because they're all good. Oh, I put, no, I put Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle played Eponine, and I oh. hate Leah Michelle. Wait, wait, when did she play her? She played her at the Hollywood Bowl or oh. something. Oh, oh, um, Yeah, so I put her as my least. She probably freaking, ugh. I, like, not a fan. I sorry. Know. If yeah, you're a fan I, of Leah Michelle, I'm sorry. I, yeah, she's a biatch. <laughs> um, okay, so. Cosette. 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 Who's, who's, like, the eye roll. And. Ingenue. She's the ingenue, and I think that it takes a really special actress to yeah. make me not roll my eyes every time she comes on that so, stage. So, like, when we talk about ingenues, too, like, most of the time, musical theater, for anyone who doesn't know this, they're usually, like, the soprano role. Yes. So, they're going to be singing high, right? So, yeah. like, even though 
Like, Eponine is, like... I feel like she's only the character actress because she's a belter like a belter, that. A belter, and way. it's, like... And she's, like... And she doesn't get the guy. She doesn't get the guy. <laughs> she belts. And she's, like, rough around the edges. Yeah. Right? So, you're gonna get, like, this petite, like, sweet... Soprano. Doughy eyed. you know. Yeah. Usually blonde, but sometimes it can be fat. Yeah. And um, a lot of this is a... I'm, I hate to say this because it's like... I'm sorry for everybody. Anybody who's been cast as Cosette. But it's like... She's basic. And so I think it, it's... She's one of those basic roles yeah. that she kind of like... Just kind of... They she needed doesn't have her. that much, no, honestly, in the no. show. So like and, when you see her and she's kind of just... You know, surface yeah. level, you just kind of forget her. Yeah. Um... That is why when I say this, I mean it so like wholeheartedly that uh, Katie Hall, who played mm-hmm. her in the twenty fifth, is my favorite Cosette. Yeah, she she adds some bite to it. So Cosette could be ba- a concert. Yeah, too. Cosette's only big song is "In My Life." Right, right. that's her big solo right. number. She adds. Katie Hall adds so much bite to her, and like you can see that she's not just like. In my life. Yeah. Like, she's not some, like, whatever, yeah. right? She's, like, she's, you can see her relationship with um, Alfie as Valjean. Like, mm-hmm. she's fighting with him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, she's not just the go on with everything kind of thing. She's yeah. a fighter in her own way. Right. Which I respect. And also a special shout out to Jennifer Mitchell, who played it at Woodminster. I think mm-hmm. I ten- told uh, Jen when we did, I was like, I think you're my favorite Cosette so far. Like, you're not a twit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what? And she was like, thank you. Because, like, I think she was like, yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people see Cosette yeah. as a twit. Yeah. I think it takes a really great actress to make something out of some of those ingenue rules. Oh, for in the sure. So, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Katie Hall, is that her name? Katie Hall. Hall. Katie Hall. And then we have Amanda Seyfried in movie I don't remember you know it's like another one of those things she was on for like 15 minutes and there was just not much there and she didn't yeah she I think they robbed her too because like whatever small part she had even got smaller and like she just was it's almost like let's move on yeah basically let's move and you know what (laughs) and we will let's move Uh on to Andros oh Andros Yes. Great part. Uh, yes. Literally, that will be the part that makes you feel things in whatever <laughs> way you want. As a small child in your seat. <laughs> Why are you being a creep? Why are you being a creep? <laughs> Anyways, so you have two amazing musical theater men, both actually musical yes, theater this time. Yes, yes. We have, in the 25th anniversary, we have Ramin Karamu. Yeah. He is... Fantastic. Fantastic. He is fantastic. He's... And then we have Aaron Tveit. Yes. I always pronounce his name wrong. Is it Tibet? No, it's Tibet. It's Tibet. So I'm so happy we're talking about this because I will say that, like, these two men were so talented in their own ways and they were both fantastic. They were. I think that Aaron, because, like, uh, if you remember, we were saying that, like, we thought that the director, like, asked Samantha Barks to turn down her performance yeah. for the movie. And I think that they did the same thing with Aaron. Yeah. But Aaron used that mm-hmm. and made a Channeled good performance. Yeah. Even though the performance was different. Like, yeah. it wasn't... Because, like, if you see in stage musicals and stuff like that of Andros, he usually comes in and he's got all this energy and he's the leader because your eye wants to go to him and, like, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Aaron had like a like a crackle like you know what I mean like it was like yeah he like you were drawn to him 
because of this little crackle under his skin where he was just excited about this revolution. Yes. And I also think that he was more, I don't, this, for lack of a better word, like sensitive than any Andros. No, I, I, I think he had more chemistry with Eddie Redmayne than Amanda did. Yeah, I think remember we, said, remember we said they're like, this is a oh, love wait, story. They're, they're the lovers. They're the, well, and he, him and, uh, no, that's different. In the stage musical, we said it was him and Grantier oh, yeah. that had the little thing <laughs> exactly. going. So he's always um, gay. And but I mean, like, you like Aaron Tveit. I love him. And so I, but I was saying, you know, I still think I'm going to love the you know 25th anniversary and remain yeah. because it's just they're singing fool out they yeah. have so much energy yep. they have so much passion and Aaron did that as well it just wasn't to yeah. the uh the standard I I prefer for sure um yeah Ramin is my favorite yeah Andros but that's because like I think I was telling you it was like he Ramin does really well in these intense roles because he, does. he doesn't have this no break eye contact thing that he does where <laughs> yes. he looks out and he looks insane yeah but if you were thinking about joining a revolution, I would join Ramin's revolution because, like, he is... When you look at Ramin, the way he plays Andros, it's like, that bitch has no sleep, <laughs> no sex. All he wow. did is... Okay, well, some of the barricade <laughs> voice. <laughs> but he literally lives, sleeps, and dies by yeah. the revolution. And we yeah. were saying, like, even his hair, like... Now this might not have been a choice, yeah, but we're, I didn't love ju- that hair. we're we're uh, we're justifying it. He looked like he had greasy <laughs> hair. I'm like, well, he can't think about anything but the revolution. It was like Green to- Day, like 2000s, like eyeliner. It kind of gave me that that vibe. That vibe. But I was like, there. but I was I would join his because re- there was a fire about him that I'm yeah. like, even if I wasn't sure about it, I would join it. I'm I'm laughing because um, when we watched we went from the the movie to the concert when we actually heard like amazing singing <laughs> we were like oh this is what it feels but like also, we stopped because like we talked a lot during the movie and then during the concert when people would be yeah. doing their big numbers we were quiet we were, we like, were like chills and we were crying and we were basically like, this is what we love this is what we need yeah so, so yeah uh i think that oh but i see i didn't even put because i think that aaron wasn't even your fave no, Aaron wasn't my favorite. Ramin was my favorite. Yeah. But Aaron's not my least favorite. Oh. You're, I feel like your mom's going to hate me because your mom likes the 10th anniversary, right? Well, no. I don't even think she likes Okay, well, Michael Maguire, who was the Andros in the 10th anniversary, okay. 10th anniversary concert, didn't like him. Okay. He's my least Why favorite. Why didn't you like him? He just, like, he didn't do anything for me. Yeah. Like, he sang really loud and big, but I guess it's like... But it's that thing. It's like, it's not always about singing. Like, I know we keep saying, like, oh, they got to sing full out and they had these big. But it's like an energy But there's an energy as well. And if you don't have that energy, like, I'm like. Yeah. Then what are you doing here? I'm like, can I just fast forward to you? Like, stop singing about colors. This is not Joseph. Red. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, our last couple characters. The couple. And we can be quick about these two. (laughs) The Tenardiers. We don't care care about them. No. um, So, we. I did not like the movie, which no. was Helen Bonham Carter and, and um, Borat, Borat. Basically, <laughs> the way he played it was like Borat. It was Sasha Baron uh, Cohen. Yeah, Baron and Cohen. It, no, they didn't no. get the humor because, like, it's funny because no, they're both they like comedy people, kind of. But like, I feel like they, they told them to do it differently than the usual. I guess, but it works as that way because I know. of it. But I they know. sucked the like. They sucked the life, They yeah. sucked the humor out of like those those parts. Yeah. And I, what I also didn't like about Helen Bowen Carter, which is like funny because I think that Madam, if you have, if you just saw the movie, I think that you would think that Helen, 
Helena did a good job. Right. Because that's a role that she's played yeah. various times before. Yeah. But if you watch a stage musical, it's not the same. Like, yep. she makes her too sexy. In my opinion, like, it's funnier when you have somebody... And I'm not saying that you have to be, like, ugly or fat yeah, to play sure, Madame T. Yeah. I'm saying that you've got to be rough. Rough around the edges. Rough around the edges. Because, like, that's what I think makes her so funny. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also, the ball... She is the brains. She's the ball yeah. buster behind the operation. Yeah, exactly. Mr. T is the face. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and also, like, Sasha didn't have that charm that I think Mr. Nope. T sometimes does. Nope. Like, that is just so funny. Matt Lucas. Matt in Lucas. The 25th, and who I saw as well. Shout out. Oh, hey um, you. Shout out to Matt. Uh, no. I hate you so much. But he's, he's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, do you have, do you know the, the actress's name in the 25th anniversary? Sorry, oh, Madam, um, yeah. It was, oh, I, yeah, I do. Somewhere. We're trying to find our notes, y'all. She was uh, Matt Lucas with uh, Katie Sacombe. All right. That Sacombe. Seems, that seems really... Uh... <laughs> Katie Sacombe. Wait, no, wait. That's not it. It's Jen Jenny Galloway. Oh. oh. That was a quick one. Sorry, Jenny. Sorry, Jenny. <laughs> but she's not she my favorite. Great. She was great, though. I'm going to say She was that. great. No, she was incredible. All right. Your favorite? K.L. Settle. Oh, yes, yes, she yes, played yes, that, yes. and she, oh, yes, yes. Uh, we talk about it all the time. She, she took off the act of living with this pressure in the house. Like, Whoa. She was Was crazy. that the actual note that you just did? Um, I mean, like, probably not. Don't try to quote me on this. Yeah. I don't think it was. Anyway. So let's um, move on. And so, oh, you know, for a little activity, y'all, oh! we're going to bring this up. If you get tired of it, uh, we don't care. <laughs> so this is, we love astrology yes we love zodiac yes so let's just kind of kind of bounce off each other and see what what we think is yeah zodiac. so we're going to put zodiac signs to these characters and i cannot tell you how excited i am yeah tell us if you agree or not or if you don't shut up yeah <laughs> um so we'll start with valjean okay what do you, what do you have as valjean uh, okay, this is kind of hard. So I yes. was thinking of just like the character. I'm not really thinking of the actors playing the no, 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 characters so I'm thinking all the, the way. Characters, yeah. Um, so I was gonna go with Capricorn. Interesting. Because I feel like Capricorns are very like about like work and like getting shit done. And I feel like because he's changed his appearance and his lifestyle and he's always somehow yeah. like, a fancy mayor in like every new town he's <laughs> in, that he knows what to do. Okay. And so I feel like he's also like determined, it's an earth sign, he's like stable in that way. Mm. Unlike some of the other unstable characters. Yeah. And so I, I don't know, I I kinda did this also really quick and I was like, ugh. But um, I'm going to say Capricorn. I was going to say Virgo for the same reason. Because Virgo has... Well, like, I was going to give Virgo to someone else. But go ahead. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But I think I think that we've swapped, to <laughs> be honest. I think we swapped. <laughs> but I think Virgo, because, like, they're... In my... Like, when I've read them before, it's like they're loyal. They're practical. Yeah. Like, they're they're hard workers mm-hmm. as well. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're hard work. They're all work and no play. And they're a little bit more reserved. Yeah. I think this is funny because... Okay, so let's move on to Javert. Because you think Javert is a Virgo, Virgo and, and I a- think Javert is a Capricorn. But you know what's funny? Because your mom's a Capricorn and my mom's a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> we put our moms as the villain. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's uh, too good. Uh, don't come after good. us, moms. <laughs> um, no, oh, but it's hilarious. for the same. But I think it's funny because I think it's our own personal opinions yep. and stuff like that. But yeah. it's like I see Capricorns as like no joke very serious and again the common theme though is that they're both hard workers yeah, right? right and i just think that the capricorn has more no bullshit like very by the rules 
Right, which I think of as with Virgo. Yeah. They're very like, I want it this way. It needs to be this yeah. way. This is by the law, right? So, <laughs> that's like, so funny. That's what I think of for Capricorn. That's hilarious. All right, well. Okay, sorry, Mom. You're not a villain. <laughs> you're not a villain. <laughs> okay, so Fontaine. Uh, I actually put as Virgo as well. Why? Because she's a hard worker. I think that okay. is why I was having a hard time getting past, is that I think Virgos are hard workers, and they're going to do whatever they need to do to make ends meet. And so you see that with um, Fontaine is that she knows that she needs to make money for her daughter to send it to the Ternardiers. And so she will do anything, even giving her hair, her teeth, like she will do anything she needs to do to get that money. And I think that is a hard worker yeah, I just realized I didn't put anything for her, so you know what? I'll agree with that. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, sorry, Fontaine, um, but that actually makes a lot of sense because I was like, I don't know what she'd be, but I was also thinking some type of, like, earth or water sign yeah. just because it is very, like, I know what I need to do yeah. and I'm going to do it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I'll agree with that. Um, Marius, Marius. I said Sag, Sagittarius. Why? Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. I know. Um. I said it only because um, he's not, it's not that he's like funny or anything like that, um, but I think that he's Goofle. very like flitty. Like even in the movie with Eddie okay. Redmayne, like yeah. you can see him like flirt. He likes, to, I think he's a flirt. I think he's a flirt. Which is why I'm going to give him the one I'm giving him. Okay. Well, give me a second to p- tell you why I think it's Sagittarius. Okay, go. Um, so he's flirty and he like jokes around. Like, obviously this is a serious musical, so yeah. you don't get to see the extent of his comedy. But right. I think that he's actually a good humored boy. Like, you know okay. what I mean? Good humored boy. And I think that he's got like a romantic adventure idea. He, in the book, he comes from a very wealthy family and right. he gives all that up to join the revolution yeah. and be a part of the adventure. Mm. And I think that was the okay. big thing that sold me on him being a Sag. Well, I can see that being a Sag, like, with the adventure part. But when it comes to, like, his love-struck Qualities. part, which is, I feel like the majority of what he, what he is, is <laughs> is a Pisces. It's okay. a Pisces, um, or I could say Cancer, too, now that I think about it. Any <laughs> sign that's super, like, emotional boy is going to be that. So I was thinking of Pisces. Um, I'll go with Pisces. And, like, just that they love love. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, his plot line is love. So I'm going to go with that. Uh, Okay. Who's next? Let's do Cosette. I said Cancer. I said Libra. That's so funny. All right. Let's move on. No. (laughs) Why do you say Libra? Uh, Libra because I feel like she, (laughs) like in a way, I'm laughing because these are some of my signs of my family. Hey, guys. Uh, So So, fun fact. Oh, God. (laughs) We, um... Uh, I turned my computer back on and it stopped recording. So we're going to have to go back a little. And we're going to have to act Not like... that it goes back for you guys, because you guys, this is the first time you're hearing it. Yeah, exactly. But, so but it's the second we'll, time we'll we're saying it. We'll be just as funny, though. Okay, so Promise. we ended on... Um, Cosette. Cosette for astrology sign. So... So, let's do Eponine next. Great. So, what did you have for Eponine? <gasps> okay, so for Eponine, I put a water sign. Great. And I put Scorpio. Oh. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. why'd you put Scorpio? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to recreate this for We're you guys. To so I put Scorpio because I think that Scorpios, again, like my big thing with them is that they keep secrets. She yeah. is on the streets, so she le- is good at keeping secrets and stuff. Yeah. And getting good at finding them as well. Yes. And also I think that she doesn't trust a lot of people, which is a Scorpio thing, which then leads me to once you're in a Scorpio's life and they fall for you, they fall hard, like to death. Yes. 
I which is what that. she does. She dies. Oh, okay. I'll take that. And she's also my favorite character. Yeah. So, so you're welcome. Delaney paid me 20 bucks to say that. So. so. <laughs> so for, okay. Angelos, um, I'm going to do you one and give him Sagittarius. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. And I said Leo. Why? Because I think, and it's like, and no, I think it's because Leos are passionate. Now, I'm not trying to, because, like, I'm a Sagittarius, so I would love to have Andros as my yeah. sign. Like, I'm not saying that that's not a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's almost, like, Leos tend to be, like, passionate. They're leaders. They like the spotlight. Yeah. And I also think they're selfish. And okay. I think that Andros is a bit selfish in the fact that, like, He's got tunnel vision. What he cares yeah. about is the revolution. Yeah. And everything else can, like, be second fiddle and it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. nothing else matters in this world but this revolution. Yeah. And I think that tunnel vision goes down to a Leo sign. Okay. Okay, I can see that. Um, I put Sag because it's kind of like the Bobby Hope conversation I had uh, <laughs> for the intro. Like, I just feel like it's a leader quality. And he also has this good energy about him, but I can see what you're saying about Leo. But yeah. I always think Leos could also be villains, too, and I don't see a villain from him No, I don't think a villain. But fire sign. Let's just put fire sign for that. Fire, fire. Mr. and Mrs. T. I put Gemini, Gemini. Two-Faced. Gemini, Two-Faced, and Crazy. And that's <laughs> all we need to talk about there. Sorry if you're a Gemini. It's nothing oh, yeah, personal. Oh, yeah. We don't hate you. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. What's next, Megan? <laughs> fire round. And if you didn't see it because you can't because it's a podcast, yep. Lainey did a little dance. Woo! She did her little dance. So in this fire round, we uh, ask questions and we guess what the other person's answer would be. So, <laughs> Megan, what is your person? <laughs> Which we already know the we answer because we did this already. But you guys don't know, so we're yeah. going to share. So the first question we have is... Which two characters would you like to hang out with, and what friend activity would you do? So, what I told Megan previously was I thought that she would like to hang out with Eponine um, and Angelos and, like, go out on the town a little drinky yeah. with them, because I think they would uh, both be really fun to to talk to. And you know what? I assume that because Eponine's always hanging around Marius, that she would also be somewhere in the vicinity of Angelos, and so maybe he would know her, and so yeah. it would it'd be a fun time, but Megan's answer was a lot different from what I said. <laughs> and we're going to make this not creepy, because it's not. I would be hanging out with Gavroche and Eponine. I think that we would be causing havoc on the cities of France. We would be... <laughs> what would you guys call... What would you call yourself? Oh, God. The street rats. Oh, my God. That was my dad's gang name when Shut he was up. in high school. Oh, my God. The street rats. <laughs> I absolutely yeah, love so that. From is, Aladdin? Um, yeah, so that is uh, pretty funny. So what would you guys... What would you guys do? So we wouldn't be pushing old ladies or I anything that, like that, that but meant, we would yeah. be like, you know, causing havoc, dung bombs, pushing over statues. Dung bombs? What the hell is it? Oh, like a poop, poop bomb. bomb. Oh. Poop bomb. That's a poop bomb, Delaney. And like ding-dong ditch. I'm just laughing because... <laughs> picturing you and then like a little boy and Why he is are you making this no creepy? because I'm not trying to p- make it creepy I'm saying it's funny to watch you guys like run down the street and like yeah. you're like hey, hey, hey. like imagine like a little boy that makes sense and then, but you're with him so that's why I it's but funny. see like I so I've babysat kids before and like you take them on uh, no we don't go on ditches? like but my crazy prank energy does really well with boys boys uh, like I like but that makes sense because I've always been a tomboy and mm-hmm. I've always had guy friends so yeah. like when I babysit 
little boys tend to like me better than little girls because I don't play with their Barbies. Okay. So that's kind of like... <laughs> I could see that. All right. We're not making creepy about this. So what did you say for me? So for Delaney, I said that she would be hanging out with Andros and Eponine. And I said the reason is, is that Delaney is so like she's drawn to people who are passionate about stuff and she always wants to help them. And so... <laughs> she would be drawn to Andras's passion for the revolution and she would be mm. helping him and working with him and they would be bonding over the fact that they're going to make a better world. And I think yes. that Eponine would be there just to be her, like, gal pal. Yeah, I love it. You know, you need a little female energy. Right. I can't be around him all day. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the great thing is we didn't get to this part. So this yeah. last question well, is Well, we favorite. have gender role reversal. Oh, first. gosh. Dang it. I'm so messed <laughs> yeah, up right now. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. So, okay. gender role reversal. So, if we were in a production where girls were playing guys and guys were playing girls, this is our dream roles in that world. Yeah. So, um, Javert for Megan. <laughs> that is correct. I would be, I would want to be Javert because I think that he's, like, why did? Why do you think that? Uh, I, like I said, you want to be a bad bitch and you want to say, I own you to all the men around you. Had to you. go back to the, uh, you own me thing, huh? I own you. <laughs> Um, and you want to have a baton and like, you're and making me sound like I just like to like go beat people. That's what you just sounded like. Well, I'm sorry. But I would true. not hit anybody with the baton. I'd probably just twirl it around. No, you would stop hit. Stop it. Oh, come on. You oh, hit someone. Stop it. And me. And for me, I say that that is a definitely correct answer. For okay. Delaney, I picked Andras. Again, very passionate I want to be around him. I want to be him. <laughs> I want to be inside him. Oh. Sorry, you were creepy to me. I had to throw one in for you. Okay. Anyway, so we would be really great. And we just decided, I like that we're both very, like, passionate, strict people. <laughs> and we're not, like, the froofy, like, right. lovers. Not like Cosette or Mary. <laughs> oh, you can't God. be Cosette. Cosette is a guy. Cos- what? Remember, it's gender role. Oh, yeah. So it'd be like Cody. <laughs> oh, we, were trying, we were trying to think of going. So Javert was Javon. Javessica. and Andras is... Um, Angelé. Angelé. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? Angelé. Angelé. Oh, it's like gosh. French, right? That's yeah, French basically. Name. All right. All right. Our this is the This is the one you've all been waiting for. <laughs> we are doing Mary Fuck, Kill, MFK. Okay, with Les Mis characters. Now, the three contestants that oh we have in gosh. this that we have to decide between are Javert, Mr. Tenardier, and my personal favorite, oh my the hair hag. <laughs> I, I'm joking. When I first saw this, I didn't even see her at the name at the end. I literally started dying. I was like, hair hag? I was like, come on. Oh my gosh, I absolutely love the hair hag. Oh God, I'm um, also it. side note, when I was in Woodminster, um, uh, Les Mis, I was not the hair hag. I was a prostitute, but God, I wanted to be. I wanted to be the hair hag, or I'm I guess wanted what your answer for her is. <laughs> <laughs> or I wanted to be the bitch that like gets uh, Fontaine fired. I was neither of those. So yeah, she's hella rude. Um, no, <laughs> but um, the hair hag. <laughs> So the hair hag. Who is the hair hag? This is what I'm gonna say. So she cuts Savantine's hair. She cuts Savantine's hair. She's the she hag, goes, and she cuts hair. She goes, "Hey, you got some pretty hair, bitch." Right. And so she's like a, usually an old woman with long hair herself. Yeah. Well, she. <laughs> we're trying has... to like just to get the the descriptions so you all know so, what know, we're working with here. She's not the best looking person right, in the bunch. So, um, so Megan. my guess for Delaney okay. is Delaney would <laughs> marry. Miss, oh God, hang on. Let me read my Uh-oh. writing. Okay, Uh-oh. that's right. 
marry Mr. Tenardier. <clears throat> you would fuck the hair hag. <laughs> and you would kill Javert. Why? I think that Javert is too square for you, like uh-huh. too serious okay. and too by the book. Okay. Right? And okay. I think that energy would like, you would just be so done with it. And you'd be like, get okay. out. Okay. Whereas the other two are a little bit more like, I don't want to say questionable, but like mm-hmm. probably could have a little bit of good time. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, Mr. Tenardier can provide, I also think that you can be the brains behind him because he's easily like... I don't want to say controllable, but like, yeah. you would probably be the one who wears the pants. Okay. And stuff like so that. Kind of like the actual characters. So, out uh, of the actual characters. Okay. Um, yeah, and I just think that you would probably just want to, like, get rid of the hair hag as soon as possible, but, like, she might have a good time. Like, she lives on the banks. She's seen the prostitutes work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, you're. I like where you're going with that. I like your theory. Yeah, okay. It, but I, here's my theory. I'm ready. So, I'm going to marry Javert, and this is why I'm going to marry right, him. Right. He is so obsessed with Jean Valjean that he would be gone every waking hour, <laughs> and I would be able to be by myself at home. And then when he's home, he's like, I'm thinking about Jean Valjean all day, all night. So I'd just be like, you know what? Living you do best you. Life. I'm going to be over here. And so that's why I'm going to marry him. Okay. I'm going to, um, who was I going to F? I was going to F. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think because they're almost like um, female male equivalent. <laughs> very true. Very true. Except for, I guess, like. Yeah, they're both businesswomen. Like, men. I, maybe if the, if I knew that the hair hag had like a good place to go back to, but I can't tell if she works on the street. <laughs> hey, you know what? I think that she's making a lot of money with that yeah. hair. So, like, we'll say that okay. she's got not a fancy place, but a respectable place. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it definitely, they don't have bed bugs. I just hair. find um, the RNA so disgusting. <laughs> so, so we're gonna um, go. We're gonna add the hair. <laughs> And we're gonna go kill the today. Woo! I love that. I See, I'm actually effing her on the side when John when <laughs> John Barry's get back at home. And the bit on the side. That's a line from the show, by the way. Uh, okay, so what right, is your so guess for me? You? Okay, so Megan, you are going to <clears throat> you're going to marry the today. This Very is why you're funny gonna, that we both. This is where you're gonna marry. You're gonna marry him. Kind of the same reason why you said for why I was going to marry yeah. him, but I just imagine you also being the main bitch of the house, and you're. But you could also like know how to. <laughs> that quite, never mind. I'm not going to say that. Um, like you would <laughs> come up with schemes with him as well. Uh huh. And okay, like okay. I feel like you, he would kind of just be like, you would be in charge, and he would be okay with right, it. And right. I think you would like that. Okay. You're going to F Javert. Okay. You're going to F. You're like, phew. Um, you're going to F Javert because I'm just going to go. Like, I'm thinking of Norm Lewis and I'm yeah. thinking of physically. Oh I God. think he would like that. <laughs> and you know what? Javert, um, you don't know what's, what's, what he's got what's working. There, you know what I mean? He's got like, working with. I, I picture it like a cardboard box though, my friend. I feel like he doesn't have moves. I mean, maybe I he mean, proved you wrong. Maybe he's super passionate, but I feel he like could be passionate. I just think that he's like not great. He's thinking and of someone then, else, though, for sure. Uh, we all know it's Valjean. <laughs> and unfortunately, you would just you know kill the hair hag. Kill her with those knife, the scissors that she. <laughs> She'd come for my hair, and I'd shake yeah, her. Yeah, right. So how do I do? So actually, this is so funny. We're too much alike, Delaney. It's a do little insane. Think- <gasps> so I would marry Javert. 
because the same reason <laughs> you said because he would be so obsessed with his career that I could live my own fucking life, probably have millions of affairs. It's a good it's a good reason, right? Yep, definitely. And I would say actually this is where we go wrong. I would F Tenardier only okay. because I'm choosing him but do we we didn't specify I'm choosing him when he's young and like he was in the army of course we didn't specify that <laughs> yeah so that's what I'm specifying well, now I'm, not in his current state well maybe young hair hag is also good. <laughs> <laughs> she was a hot young thing and then uh, hair hag I was gonna kill her because she's coming for my hair and I can't have that shank shank I wow. have to have long hair so right. that's okay I mean but pretty much like we're that's pretty good I like we have the similar answers for ourselves <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, you know, guys, um, we appreciate you sticking around. Yeah, for that uh, second retaping. Yeah. <laughs> Les Mis is great show. Check out... Actually, don't check out the movie. I don't recommend the movie. No. Check, check out the 25th out the anniversary. 25th, the All-Stars concert. Mm-hmm. Any of the concerts are solid choices. Yeah. So definitely reach out to those. And let's yep. be honest, there are millions of bootlegs. So they are. There are millions of bootlegs. Check, check it out. out. Uh, next episode, we are going to a, a funner side of, of the musical theater. Uh, oh my God. Oh my God. You go. Legally Blonde. That's right. Legally Blonde. So you know what? You can still listen if you're brunette or you have a different um, hair color. So don't worry about that because we're going to talk all about that amazing show. Yay. Snaps, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.